Lizard Illuminati. A new world order. successful and we will be we have a real chance at this new world order they sound crazy sound crazy so who cares but but it could totally a hundred percent be true because we know the government's lies about every single thing Welcome, fellow truthers and conspiracy junkies, to another episode of White Rabbit. I am your host, Catalyst Jones. And, you know, today I decided to bring on another tinfoil hat-wearing motherfucker. And he is one of the coolest motherfuckers in the podcasting game. You might know him as a cunt. I know him as a ghost. Ladies and gentlemen, ghost from my third eye. What is up, brother? Hey, I'm just sitting here chilling and having the absolute pleasure talking to someone that I consider a pretty damn good friend now. Um, we, we met a couple months back and I don't know, uh, some stuff went down and around in a roundabout way and ring around the posies. And, uh, I extended my hand cause I, 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 I saw a fellow fellow man, uh, kind of get beat down a little bit where he didn't deserve. And I was like, you know what, here's my hand in friendship. And, uh, I got your back. I got your six, buddy. So, yeah, well, I, I'm excited I, to be here. I appreciate that, brother. Yeah, uh, definitely did go through some uh, heavy gunfire there for a little bit. Um, but you know what? It it only affects you as much as you allow it to affect you. Mm-hmm. So out of sight, out of mind, man. And I I have one focus, and that is to give my truth to the people that enjoy listening to me and the things that uh, I bring to the light. So, you know what? It, I'm not going to focus on any of that shit whatsoever, but in the trenches, man, I definitely noticed that you were like, all right, run. I'm about to throw a grenade. <laughs> Look down because it's going to explode. And I, uh, I have a saying that I, I, I used on cunt once. Um, I'm not afraid to burn bridges when I deem it necessary and I carry a thousand fucking lighters and I I've burned bridges in my own personal life with family members for a good reason. And, you know, shit went down, uh, a year or so ago with, with Ryan. And it was the same thing. I was like, I'm, I, I picked out character content of character and, uh, you know, the, formed a great relationship with ryan i mean hell we talk almost every fucking day and now we do shows together and you know here we are now the second time i'm on your show and uh yeah you and i talk pretty damn frequently as well so and i'm glad that you uh you made your move safely i don't know how you could not like ryan that guy is fucking just out of all the conspiracy and chip on his shoulder too and i love that about him you know it's like he's kind of a cocky motherfucker and and I like that. <laughs> I tend to be too nice. And, and he'll point that out. He's like, oh, ghost, you're just being too nice. And I'm like, well, you know, I can be a dick. I just don't want to right now. You know what I mean? 
I, you be the dick and I'll be the nice guy. <laughs> and so, it, but, so but at the end of the day, he he's the type of person that you can get into an engaging conversation and totally disagree with each other and not fucking get mad and argue. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. has that awesome way of articulating his words to not create like a, a bonfire in, in, in a, you know, in a hen house. So it, it's good. He balances me and hopefully I balance him. I don't know. I'm just, no, you guys left, have a great, you guys have a great back and forth. And I think, uh, I think you said it actually in your latest cunt episode and you were like, I think that as far as the dynamic duo goes i think we got we got the best in the game right now and he was like uh it's up there but you know i was like i was like nah dude ghost you guys do like as far as back and forth i love it the back and forth that you guys have is perfect you if you're not if you're not on joe rogan status in a year then i don't know what the fuck to tell you because you should be that just means that the algorithm is really doing what the algorithm thinks that we're doing that they're doing right exactly and that's that's the scary part because it's like you know, even no matter where you want to take your show or a side show that you do with somebody. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I got to interrupt you. I got to interrupt you because it's so easy just to get in into a fucking conversation with you and lost. Man, before we get any further, you know, people might not have heard you the first time you were on the show. So please tell everybody who the fuck you are, what it is that you do and where they can find you. Well, I am Ghost. And I run the podcast called My Third Eye. And with that, I do a weekly episode. You get the full hour, uh, first free hour, free, as mentioned in the word free hour, uh, every Wednesday. Um, then I do a weekly roundtable on Fridays called Talk at the Tavern, which I release the first free hour of that as well. And then I release an episode with Ryan Dean from Dangerous World called Conspiracy Underground News Team called Cunt. Uh, it came out of a, a joke because I commented on a on a, a post on Instagram instead of because it used to be called Conspiracy in the News. And I tried to do the C-I-T-N and it somehow I typed cunt and it allowed it to go through and everybody laughed and Ryan was like, let's make a moniker play on that and redesign the show so we did and i also have a patreon where you get all full episodes now cunt is free in its entirety right now um we do plan on hopefully making that a, a, a live show with with colin in the future but patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast for all all episodes explain cunt because i noticed that after you guys did it and even myself i was like that is a fucking excellent idea i'm gonna steal that and then I was like, no, I'm not going to steal it. I'm going to let them have that and see how it goes. And because I, I feel like cunt can be bigger than my third eye and uh, um, shit, shit, shit. Uh, the dangerous world, dangerous world. I think it can be bigger than both of those. So um, what it is, is you guys talk about whatever somebody calls in with right and right now it's mm -hmm. not live so you're not getting live call-ins what you're doing is you're asking people to hit you up on instagram through email or whatever it is but to send a voice clip not just a text message guys not just a, a video of something that you've seen but a voice clip and and explaining what is going on and then what your question is and that format 
and with you and Ryan at the helm of it is fucking awesome. Well, I appreciate that. And yes, we need as much listener support as possible. It's just a 30 second clip and catalyst. You always send bangers. Like I was, I, I haven't listened to the clip yet. I, I looked at the, the, the picture that you sent and what have you. And I kind of brought it up to Ryan after we were done recording. Um, what was it? Was it last night? Or maybe, no, we were just talking uh, yesterday and he, and he knew all kind of, he, he already knew about it. And I was like, fuck, am, am I late to the game on this one? I don't want to put any, I don't want to say what it is. Cause I don't want to spoil it for next week. But he's like, I was like, Oh shit. I, I, I had no clue. So you bring some fucking bangers. I will tell you that. And I, and I love it. And, I, and we, we can't thank you enough, but right. it's, it's a fun time. It really is because he's really good at that geopolitical come at you with that side. And I come at it knowing maybe not as much as he does, or let me rephrase that. Maybe not retaining as much as he does, but from a more, kind of conspiracy military background kind of way if that makes any sense at all yeah so and also for people listening so anybody can can submit a question right they can just how how does that can you tell everybody how that works because i know that like for even i've even told a few people about it and they're like that sounds amazing but to actually get somebody to do it is another thing and i'm even guilty of it because i'm like oh dude i'm gonna send you something uh, and then i end up forgetting or whatever but you know or it's, you go and move one of the two right so can yeah. you tell people how how to do this because i think that this show has so much fucking potential and i love it and i want to see i want to see it grow well the easiest way you don't even have we don't even have to be friends on instagram um you can look up my profile my third eye podcast yeah, my third eye podcast on Instagram and send me just go to message. You hit message. And if we're not friends, it'll send it to my request box. And all you do is hold the little microphone, say, say your first name. You don't even have to give a last name. Just say your name. Hey, you know, here's a question for you, cunts, whatever, however you want to word it. Freedom of speech, you know, word it any way you want. Ask your question. And then Ryan and I play that on air. If you don't have Instagram, my third eye pod at gmail.com uh email me one or look up ryan's uh email i forget it off the top of my head i <laughs> but um email one to him but i will say if you want to send it through instagram i'm better at receiving instagram than he is because he gets a little overwhelmed and in- inundated with a lot of requests and this and that and he forgets to look at them and and, and what have you i i no, still no, no, at, bullshit. The, He's just pretending the... to be a diva. He's like, I got <laughs> so many people messaging me, you guys. I'm yeah. so fucking popular. I cannot keep up. So send him to Ghost. Fuck that shit. Send it to Ryan too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, send it. You know what? You want you you want to really get at him? Send them all to him. Send them all to him. And uh, I'll I'll sit back and watch his his head explode. Like oh, I can't believe this, and I'll just be sitting here laughing. I love you, Ryan. I'm I'm just, I'm just pulling, I'm just pulling your leg to fuck with you a little bit, bro. I'm just busting your balls. I still love you. Oh, he, he, that dude can take a serious ball busted and he's got some big balls. Not that I've seen him. I might have, I don't know. I used to fly out there and shave him once a week. Oh man. Well, (laughs) yeah, well, it was mainly his back. 
It's a so, joke, guys. It's a joke. So let me ask you something. With uh, with everything that's going on, and I've kind of jumped off of the Trump train. I was. I hear you talking shit on Q all the time, even in your latest episode you just did. And I, I kind of wanted to call and be like, hey, listen, you fuckhead. But uh, I, I, you did I say would... some. You did say some good things. You did say that out of everything that Q made people question things and to look into things for themselves. And that is one of the biggest things that I do say about Q. Um, I, I am balls deep into devolution. So, you know, I do have some hope that there's some shit still happening right now. Um, but I jumped off the Trump train and, and, you know, I fully am on board with, nobody's going to save you but yourself and tend your own garden, make your own bed type of thing right now. But I know that you also were involved in that. So like, when did you, what was it that you saw where you were like, okay, I'm, I'm off the Trump train. Uh, fuck you. I was more for me personally, I was more fuck you before I was off the Trump train. Um, see, that's me, crazy because I'm like off the Trump train and I'm still kind of on board with Q. So I just want to say that, but keep going. Yeah. Uh, for me with Q, it was always dangling that little carrot of just a little bit of hope to see if something happens and then nothing ever happened. And then you'd get another dangle and you could look at something obscurely and maybe get something out of it. Just like uh, when the military, and I can't believe that I, I it, it wasn't until the other day that that, old, that one military photo that everybody floats around that, look, the military formed a queue, okay, in that one picture. Well, yeah, they were standing out front of, uh, I don't know if it was a, a, a barracks or whatever. But what they were recreating was the symbol that if you look in the background was an O and then it had an arrow going up. And that's what they were trying to recreate. It wasn't it wasn't a Q, but everybody took that as, look, it's a Q. You know what I mean? And and I fell for it for 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 the longest time, too. And when I looked at it the other day, I'm just like, dude, that that's not a Q. That's the symbol in the background. That's all they were trying to do, because in the military, uh, a lot of well. Air Force, a lot of squadrons would try to uh, emulate maybe their logo in a in a group, you know, picture. You know, you take three fighter squadrons or whatever, a fighter squadron. We were the hounds of heaven. We weren't allowed to be called the hounds of hell because we were in the Bible Belt. Long story short, you know, they always try to sometimes position us to try to make us look like there's a hound in there, you know, and we'd have to wear different colors and what have you. It it was cool. But I don't know. It was stuff like that. And then you had uh, a lot of false prophets out there uh, is what I'm calling them now. And a lot of them are still running their their same talking points and keeping people dangling. And I'm all about making a buck for your podcast. But when you're making money off the backs of people believing in you that for false hope, x22 report uh just to name one i'm not going to go down the list but then you had uh oh, simon uh, peters and who is the other guy from italy uh, what, 
what do you think about Dave from X22 Report? Obviously, that was the first one you brought up. And I think he's I, a fraud. I quit listening to him because I've, I'm like, yo, bro, you're selling hopium. Like, and yes. And I was so addicted to X22. I was listening to that shit every fucking day from like the beginning of 2019 until about six months after, um, after nothing happened, basically. Yes. Um, you know, and, and then he's saying it had to be this way and, and all this shit. Right. Um, which, which I, I, I agree with to a point, like I, I definitely agree with, but to get back to where I'm saying is I was just checking out Eddie Bravo's, uh, new podcast. I was watching it on Rockfin um, because, you know, I'm kind of associating with a lot of those guys. And I was like, yo, what are the chances I get Eddie Bravo on here? And then I saw that he had Dave from X22 on. And I was like, Ooh. holy shit. And this was like, it's only like two weeks old. So I'm like, oh shit, this is recent as, recent as fuck. And so I listened to it and man, some of the questions that Eddie asked him and, and cause Eddie was like, yo, I listened to your show. And the funny thing is, is Eddie even said, man, it gives me hopium. <laughs> he even said that yeah. shit. And, <laughs> and, but some of the questions that Eddie was asking him about like Freemasonry and fucking the shit that you and I know about the, the shit that we talk about, which is huh? why I have an issue with Dave and Dave wasn't able to answer those questions. And he was like, no, no, I don't, that, that doesn't, that's besides the point. This is what we're talking about. This is, you know, and the, and the Patriots are in control. And I really believe in, and I do believe that the Patriots are in control and, you know, yeah. Um, and, and I what, found it very interesting that Eddie Bravo, somebody that people call a shill, which I don't think he is, I, I don't think Eddie is. I, I think Eddie's maybe some people that he questions, right? I think yes. he's somebody that started to become famous and rubs elbows with these higher ups. And he was like, holy shit, this isn't actually what I thought it was going to be. And now he's asking questions. That's who I think Eddie Bravo is. Yes. Now, and, do I agree with everything Eddie Bravo believes in? No, because I have I have a problem with how how he believes in how uh, jet engines work. Uh, he's kind of right with the whole they run on air, but it, it, it he doesn't understand the whole jet engine system. But that's a topic for another day. Well, I, I <laughs> but, haven't heard him break that down, but I'm interested in that because actually, let's just go ahead and flip the script right now. Because this is one of those conspiracies that I've never really dove into, but I find it very interesting with like the whole um, the whole airline industry and how they're basically raping money from people. And there's actually a theory that jet fuel doesn't even exist. It does. And what jet fuel is, is normally, and what we called it in the air force was JP four. It is the shittiest grade diesel you can get your hands on the shittiest of the shittiest. So basically everybody pulled out of the ground and refined as little as possible. Bare, yeah. Yeah. Barely refined. And what and, and what cracks me up is it, there's people out there now they'll be like, oh, yeah, it runs on jet fuel, thinking it's like some kind of high octane, like almost like racing alcohol or uh, nitromethane, you know, in, in the drag racing world. And it's like, no, it, it's not that at all. It's the shittiest grade diesel there is. And I worked on the F-16, so they would come in. That's the they, top would, gun plane, right? 
well now top gun gun was probably well it's navy to begin with and i think it was the was either the f-14 or the f-18 i can't remember one one the f-14 tomcat or the f-18 super hornet i i don't remember which because i'm not familiar with it must have been the 14 because i remember it was called the tomcat okay i'm totally an 80s child and i even had the top gun nintendo game so Oh, I had that too. You know how hard it was to land on that fucking deck sometimes? Dude, okay, so I got the landing down. You know what always would get me was trying to refuel in the fucking air. Oh, yeah, that was hard too. Do you remember Because you're sitting there. Yeah, yeah you had to get like it. Just... This little fucking piston thing that came out in yep. a hose, and you had to, like, stay on it, and then it would, like, lock in. And if you moved, deviated whatsoever, then you would unlock and then you'd end up running out of gas and fucking crashing. Bro, is there any better games than original Nintendo games and like Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, that era? Like, I would even have to lump uh, Atari in there too, because there were so like right, like the late stages of Atari right before Nintendo, because they, they had some pretty cool games. And then Nintendo kind of broke on the scene, and and then you they were coming out with all these other things, and yeah, yeah, there's to me that's nostalgia. That that's my childhood. You know what I mean? Like coming home, I couldn't, and I even had the uh, the Super NES con- controller, the one that had the joystick on it, and you you could have the it had the turbo button. So like oh, when yeah. you played the Olympics, you could just hold like the the B button so they'd run, and it was like a cheat. Excite Bike was like one of my favorite ones. I oh, was man. like, oh man. Do you remember it's that good. movie The Wizard with uh uh Fred Savage where Yes. Yes, dude. And then they that's how they introduced the glove. Do you remember the glove? Yes. Yo, how about this? I never personally had it. A a friend of mine let me borrow it. And I would take that in my backpack to school, right? And then after school to walk home, I would put it on and I would wrap the cord around and like tuck it in somehow and pretend like I, I had like the, uh, like a Terminator arm or, uh, <laughs> you, you know, like a RoboCop arm. And I was like half bionic. And now here we are talking Neuralink here soon, you know, getting a chip in your head to, to kind of almost kind of be that. But I was like, yeah. And, and they sold the whole thing. And then, uh, you know, you can fight Mike Tyson for real. You know, it was kind of like that's the how they Xbox do it, thing. man. They hooked us in back then. They even hooked us yeah. in back then. And the, this whole transhumanism agenda was pushed way back, way back then. I remember yes. when those video games were amazing. And and then you had you had games that were like virtual reality games already back then where you could do boxing. I remember going to Great America um, in in California I, I must have been in like fourth or fifth grade and going to great America and you put on virtual reality glasses and then you put these gloves on and then you, it was Mike Tyson's punch out uh, type of a game, but you, it was the first virtual reality game that I ever played. And that was in the fucking eighties, man. They were pushing that huh? shit. It's crazy. Now, before we get off on this tangent, I just want to back up real quick on the the whole jet fuel thing because i I, your listeners are probably going to be like oh yeah we totally got off that let let me just say guys i fucking so weed is not legal in tennessee however uh here in nashville some sort of a thc thing is legal and i got this pen and it makes me feel very different than the shit we get in california so let me just say that (laughs) 
you need so, to yes, get the real thing uh, and and then there's the whole thing where like it goes into the wings of the plane, which is total nice. fucking garbage because that wouldn't work, right? Uh, actually, if you take Weight apart the wings, you're telling me that this is how it works. Yes. Yeah, I've torn apart a wing on an F-16. And the fuel actually goes into the wings. Yeah. And, and, so how does but, weight distribution work then? And if you tilt because, it, like if you're turning and well, shit. What's inside the what's inside the wing, okay, um, are, think of it as a honeycomb. Okay, so you have a whole bunch of little circles all around. And those go out. So it's not holding, I mean, it's holding the majority of it. But if you look at most jets. But they're um, all in little tiny chambers? Kind of that's kind of so it, it spreads it out it's almost like if you take uh, a tanker tractor trailer or semi depending on where you're from uh they'll some some have in their their the tanker of the trailer what they call a baffle and they're just two sections like that breaks it into thirds so the like if the the truck is going up a hill or down a hill the slosh of the liquid gets broke up so it doesn't push or pull back on the, on the truck as it's going so when they fuel up and you'll even see the wings kind of flex as they get get full they only hold a certain amount so like if you fill up an f-16 he can go up on a full tank uh with no external tanks at all maybe for an hour or two max you know what i mean just to do like a local sortie because they're they're burning through that so quick um, but if you look, um, what, and they kind of disguise them to make them look like bombs, but they're not most of them, most aircrafts, when they go on a long, longer flight, they have like two to three external fuel tanks that will attach to the wing or one even under the belly of, of the aircraft. Uh, so they'll fill those up. So what happens is when they're firing up, they have a JFS, it's called a jet fire starter. You'll hear this. And it just keeps getting higher and higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. And then the pilot will finally, once it gets to a, a certain temperature or whatever, because it's diesel, it takes a lot to ignite diesel. They'll finally hit the the, the fire button, um, not to be confused with your ammo or missile button. And you'll hear this. And it, and you'll hear the 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 jet turbine spin up. And when it when it does that, it kicks out a cloud of black smoke and it smells like burnt marshmallows. It, it, to me, I like the smell, you know, but what it is does then. Chemtrails? What's that? Is that chemtrails or is chemtrails something completely different? Well, we'll we can get on that. Um, but what happens is the front end of that that jet or even on your commercial jets, it's going to suck air in. And what it does is it compresses that air so tight. And with the firing of that diesel fuel, which is not super high octane, it ignites that compressed air. And that's what blows out the back. And in, in this is all in just a layman's. Fuck. You know, yes. <laughs> fuck. Yes. Suck my dick. I was fucking right. I said this shit on the Jitbat podcast, and this was just a hypothesis that I had, is maybe that it gets up so high and the compression of the air, because in that oxygenated air, 
it's actually a lot of moisture in that air as well too right yes. and yes and we all know that you can make motors that will run off of water any type of water whether it's salt water or whatever so i was like it's combining that air with that water and that is the main source of what is propelling that fucking engine and what you just said basically says that i was right yes yes it's a highly condensed compressed air mixed with adding a boost of diesel fuel that's caught on fire and then that just shoots out the back which causes your thrust you hear and that glenn when, in italy glenn in italy do you hear that shit i was fucking right <laughs> and and when right. <laughs> when you see um like when we used to do ground runs uh they they chain the f-16 down so it couldn't go anywhere they do engine tests or whatever and like if they did an engine swap you know, they had to make sure everything was hooked up and, and run it, put it through some tests. And you would see them go into what they call afterburner. And you could see the eight rings. Um, and we, it, I forget why, why it created it, but it was the eight stages of the rings shooting out the back. And you had to look for that. You know, the, I wasn't a crew chief, but I had a lot of crew chief friends. They're like, yeah, you have to make sure those eight rings, that, you know, because that makes sure it's, everything's firing right, you know, da, 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 da. And it comes to a small point. If you stand in front of that jet and you can go on YouTube and the Navy's notorious for it on, on their aircrafts, people get sucked up because that thing's sucking in. I mean, I wa literally watched an F-16 land and due to the moisture content in the air, a little fucking tornado forms right underneath that. And it, and it looks like it goes right up in and you don't want to get anywhere near it because it will suck you up. I mean, that's how much it's drawing air in and compressing it igniting it and pushing it out its ass it's like a highly yeah man. Years fart, and, years and you're ago, going fast years and years ago when uh videos when going viral was a new thing one of the first viral videos was some poor motherfucker getting sucked into one of those jet things yeah. and uh yeah shitty what comes out the other end but <laughs> yeah most of the time they don't live um, I know in the Navy, they wear a hard hat, like a, maybe a bumper, bumper hat and, and, and what have you. Sometimes they get lucky and that'll, what they call fought out the engine is foreign object damage. Uh, but still, uh, you'll see bodies almost get elongated like a, a, a cartoon and then boop, they go in and you can tell if it gets fought it out, you know, and some guys come walking out, but I mean, it'll, it's to the point it's strong enough that it, it'll it can pull your lungs from inside your your and, and pull them out your mouth if if you're not lucky you know what i mean and <laughs> it, it it's crazy shit but to go to the chemtrails i never personally witnessed that however the evidence of them already putting the chemicals in the fuel and then when the jet burns it off can create chemtrails as well that I can get behind, not just because I didn't work on cargo, or, you know, the, what we'd call heavies, you know, your, your C5s, your C-130s, whatever, your cargo air, aircraft, you know, you see pictures of them with these tanks and they're hooked up and they're just spraying it, you know, alongside, you know, out their wings somewhere. If they put it in the fuel, it's being burnt and put, put out into the atmosphere that way. So 
but it took me a long time to get on board with with chemtrails it wasn't until like a couple years ago that i was like okay they do exist because i i was just like no you know how fucking cold it is up there you know when we came back from saudi arabia uh we had one pilot he he didn't have he lost heat in 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 the cockpit he did not want to turn the the team that stays behind and and follows the last few jets out well from saudi on, he he didn't want to turn us around let me back to have to let me backtrack What's you that? a little bit. Let me backtrack you a little bit. We've never had this discussion. So what branch of the army were you in? What I was in the air force. Okay. You were in the air force and, and what was your position and what were you deployed to do? What were you witnessing? What are, give us a backstory here. I, I was a weapons loader. I was the backbone of the air force without us. It's just another airline guys, just another airline. So I loaded all the bombs, the missiles, the the ammo for the gun we also were in charge of the backup flight controls so we we worked a little bit in with a uh with crew chiefs and avionics and and what have you so i you know you had to you had to know how to wire shit as well and uh we went over in when was it i think it was 90 98 this is a while ago 98 or 99 we went over for six months and when I when I was over there, I was just like, holy shit, the first Iraq war, it never it never fucking ended. Now, we weren't dropping bombs every day, but there was days where we came back and the jet came back empty. And it was like, oh, OK, you know, but where we were stationed, we were far enough away from Iraq. You know what I mean? And we did do our drills where, OK, an incoming scud, you have to, you know, keep up to practice and, you know, this and that. But I don't to me, it was fun. It was weird being in Saudi Arabia because I did a side job where it was called third country nationalist duty, TCN duty. And it's where you had to actually guard um, civilians from Saudi Arabia and maybe a couple other countries local. You know, they had to go through bombing. How do you take security to get on base? How do you take a side job? I'm just curious. Does that mean that there isn't shit going on? Like you're like, well, you, we're you get uh, you get here, what we call shit happening. So do you guys just want to go get a fucking job? Like be, go be a security guard. <laughs> no, it, it it's one of those things uh, where we like to call in the military. You get voluntold, and it, you don't volunteer. You get voluntold. Okay, so but back to it, my point. Though, there was nothing going on, so they were having you guys basically be security guards. They would, they would ask certain, like, okay, this squadron, uh, your weapons troops, do you have anybody that wants to volunteer? And most people would be like, fuck no, I don't want to fucking do it. Okay, uh, Airman Ghost, uh, you're going to do that duty for the next two weeks. Okay, so that's how you get picked. And it, it and basically you're helping out the security forces to patrol the the perimeter and keep an eye on these civilian workers because at the time the prince sultan air base which is where we were at was still under construction and at that point it was projected to be the biggest air base in southwest asia so if it is now uh, i can see why i mean it was huge but you had to take headcount and that's when i found out real quick that men are for pleasure and women are for babies now everybody's like but they they stone people that are gay Yes, if they get caught or if they're flamboyant or outspoken about it. Now, 
if you're down in a bunker and you just want some loving, sure. Okay. I saw two guys jacking each other off and kissing. And it was like, okay, this is weird. Wait, and, really? and, and, Yeah. And <laughs> I was shit. like, and I, these I motherfuckers are risking death to do this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it's, it's crazy. And the term goat fuckers, it came by uh, for a reason is because they, they will do that too. This just took a whole nother turn, bro. Just a whole nother fucking turn. I was not expecting this. <laughs> Welcome to having ghost on your show. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. That's fucking awesome. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, that's kind of what I did. Something like that. Yeah. I admit, uh, kind of retarded. <laughs> so um all right uh shit so to go back and we're talking about chemtrails and we're talking about uh the way that the fuel is and everything so Mm -hmm. they can put shit inside of the fuel and that is how the chemtrails are so basically if there are chemtrails then the the actual pilots have no knowledge of this whatsoever correct they're just going up and flying a sword hey i'm doing a practice mission you know especially for fighter pilots you know what i mean um now to back up to my story that pilot didn't have heat in his cockpit so what he didn't want to turn us around to go back to saudi arabia although we ended up staying two weeks no almost three weeks in the azores because our refueling tanker jet sprung a leak and we couldn't get parts for a while because it was hard so what he would do is he would fly at altitude you know with the squadron and then until he couldn't take that coldness he would drop down to about sea level until he could warm back up and he just kept doing that until we until we got home and that's why i was just like it's so cold up there what you're seeing is just like the exhaust on your car on a cold day you know you're going to see steam or whatever and then I started looking into HARP and DARPA and everything else. And I was just like, oh, shit. So I was into conspiracies my, pretty much my whole life. And I'm stumbling on and it finally admitting chemtrails are real. And that is like the baby step conspiracy that gets most people into conspiracies. I was like, well, fuck me. I am retarded. So, you know, I ask people when they come on my show for the first time, and, and this is not your first time on here, but uh, I always ask them, you know, what was the red pill moment that you had? What was the first conspiracy where you were like, oh, fuck, shit is fucked, right? And 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 that is not the first thing. Usually the first thing I get the most is 9-11. So I'm yeah. curious, what it, was what was yours? Mine, I, I was always I was always a, a skeptical thinker. Uh, like I believed in Bigfoot since I was old enough to have a met like kindergarten you know what i mean so like i guess if bigfoot's a conspiracy that was probably one of the first ones i got into aliens ufos freemasonry was a big one i was just like okay those guys are up to some shady shit now back in that day we didn't have the internet to look you you had either word of mouth or maybe a, a library book and then you know william cooper came out with 
you know, behold a pale horse and, you know, some people could get that. And then there was the rumor, oh, if you buy that, you get put on a list and yada, yada, yada. So there was that whole conspiracy. Right. Or if you bought the Anarchy cookbook, you were put on a list, right? Do you remember yes. that one? Yes, uh, I do. So when you finally got your hands on behold a pale horse, was this before or after the military? After. It was right after, actually. Uh, oh, so you were able to read it as as a military person so you might have been able to relate with him a little bit more so it towards the end of his life where he was like oh man maybe they uh they were making me say this shit you know like maybe i i am the psyop he he actually mm -hmm. was saying that shit so but as a military man and reading that book i'm just curious well you you don't have anything to compare it to but did it did it hit you in a different way it made me realize that basic training in all branches is the highest, most effective MK Ultra program the government has ever come up with. You are mind controlled and mind fucked into doing what they want real fucking quick, whether it's sleep deprivation, uh, fear of, you know, they never really beat you, but, you know, you're, if you're, you're young, you're scared, you're already sleep deprived, you're, you're forced to do all these exercises and there's in your face screaming, all you want to do is comply so you don't get in trouble and boom, now you're, now you're a soldier. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Do I'll do exactly. I still do to this day certain things that I was told that I had to do in the military. Like I tuck my laces in no matter what pair of shoes I'm wearing because I think if laces are out that they look sloppy. And I, if I'm wearing a belt, my gig line has to be lined up. Even if I'm not wearing a button top, I have to make sure my belt buckle is aligned with my fly in a certain way. There are certain things that I said, fuck it, I'm never doing again. One of them is making a bed with hospital corners. Fucking hated it. Hated but it. Hated it. Hated it. Before you leave the room. No. And my wife gets pissed. She's like, you were in the military. <laughs> And you have all these weird quirks and you won't make a bet. I'm like, no, I won't. I fucking hated it. I fucking hated it. Do you know how, do you know how easy it was to fail an inspection on a failed bed and how much time and effort you would put into that, getting your corners right, getting it so tight and that whole bouncing a quarter thing off. Yeah, they actually did that shit. And that was the area that they would go to. Okay. This is a pass or fail. Everything else could have been spotless. Oh, your bed's fucked. And it's like, you motherfucker. So, so the military, and, and I agree 100%, even though I was never in the military, my grandfather uh, made me promise to never join the military or else I would have. But um, so that was the biggest MK Ultra like firsthand shit that you've witnessed. So you basically have been MK Ultra. Sorry. Yes. Uh, and every other did I just say did I say a trigger word? They were like, hang on, don't no, you? no. I was I, I was gonna hit my vape. I didn't I didn't want it to be I, I try to keep shows professional, even mine. Yeah, I don't like people hearing me suck on my robot cock. Um, but uh no, uh anybody that's gone through basic training is the that is MK Ultra at its at its just root core. You take the best of the best that works in a short amount of time. To get these minds conditioned in a certain way that they're going to follow orders for either four years or the rest of their military career. 
Yeah. Boom, bang, done. Well, go ahead and hit your robot dick and and I'll fucking I'm going to I'm going to ask you this question because Kanye West is obviously on the tip of everybody's fucking tongue lately and everybody's talking about him and everybody's talking about his beliefs and how he said I love Hitler and whatever, you know. Obviously, I know why he was saying those things. Um but he said some very interesting things on Tim Pool's podcast before he got up and walked away and everybody wants to talk about the fact that he got up and walked away but nobody wants to talk about the things that he fucking said and one of the things that he said is one he said one of my handlers which we should all be talking about just the fact that that sentence was a sentence that came out of his mouth said was a canadian MK or CIA, a Canadian CIA MK Ultra, uh, fucking trained personnel, mm-hmm. and and we are we're talking about Balenciaga. Well, the the truther community is talking about Balenciaga. To me, it's like this is one of many heads on this fucking tree. You guys are, are if you're just finding out about Balenciaga, I I want to show you like an entire fucking tree. <laughs> Like, please. But um, it's good that people are, are seeing these things. However, he specifically said that he has handlers. He specifically said mm-hmm. that his handlers are trained in MK Ultra. And then we we know that, like, from the time he said fucking Bush hates black people, that he was going against his MK Ultra training. And and then I feel like he would start to speak out and, you know, one of his handlers uh, is is a coven witch uh, named Kim Kardashian, who is yep. is was inserted into his life basically because he was so fucking famous to keep an eye on this motherfucker if he gets out of line. And every time he would get out of line, what did they do in the media? This motherfucker is crazy. Uh uh, we had to put Kanye in a fucking mental institution again, and then he would fucking, you know, get drugged up, NK ultraed up, and and back on board and everything. And now he's back in in the fucking uh, view of the public again. And the fact that he is coming out and speaking against these things right now, and I know it's it's a it's a wash thing in the truth community because. People are like, yo, he definitely sold his fucking soul to the devil. Well, yeah, he did. But I just want to know, what are your thoughts on this? And then I'm going to tell you what my thoughts are because I I have maybe opposing thoughts on Kanye compared to the rest of the truth or community. My whole thought is they they do it to everybody in the music game, Hollywood. Take take your pick. They, they do it to everybody. Britney Spears. She lost her fucking mind. Okay. Oh, she lost her mind. She went crazy. And look at the fucking life she had to live. Okay. Now, did she ever come out as hard as Kanye did? No. She tried and completely got shut the fuck, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Now, Kanye, where I, I think Ye is on to something, but Ye needs to sit down with someone um, that can explain things that he's trying to to articulate better instead of saying the jew how about say zionist kazarian go down that road because the modern day jew oh yeah i might get some backlash um 
are not the original tribes, 12 tribes of the Bible that, that right. everybody thinks. Okay. Well, we should, now, talk, they talk are Kazarian. we should be talking Goyim. Yes. So when he says, okay, the Jews and this and that, okay, yes, are, that's easy for people to jump on and be like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, it's always been a joke, you know, uh, even me growing up, you know, oh, I, and this, I'm just quoting my mom. This is not me speaking, but you know, you go buy a car. Oh, you got to Jew them down. You got to Jew them down. In other words, you know, you, you hold the money and it's like, right. Well, how many hey, times you, look at you heard in your lifetime, even, even from people you've never even met. Oh, that motherfucker Jewed me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, okay, Kanye go go um i'm drawing a blank fuck I, I did a jfk special with the guy uh oh fuck i can't believe i'm drawing uh that but cory hughes go get in touch with cory hughes and let him educate you about the things that you're trying to tell mainstream and i think you might have a better angle at it however Maybe not, because the people that do on a daily follow someone like Ye are not people like you and I that, that have complete free thought, complete look into everything and examine every angle and make the puzzles pieces fit. You know what I mean? They're they're the, hey, right. look, I ate a Tide Pod type of person. You know what I mean? I, I did the milk crate challenge or whatever the fuck fucking crazes and he's right yeah i get you. yeah and, yeah well there are so, certain people that can look into certain things and then once there's a certain word that is said it's almost like a brick wall just gets built in mm -hmm. front of any so you're not penetrating right so that's exactly what you're talking about these people so yes so when he's like oh you know and, and when he was on alex jones and he had his little yoo-hoo and a net and he's like uh, it's Benjamin Netanyahu. I got where he was coming from because Benjamin Netanyahu is not a good dude. He's not. He was touted by the 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 right and people like uh, uh, Hannity and every everybody else to be this great guy. No, these people are Zionists. These people are Kazarians. And 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 if you're not familiar with Kazarian, go look it up. Go go follow the lineage. Go listen to podcasts that speak about this stuff. They can do a way better job than I can right now on the moment speaking of it, but look into it because these aren't the people that you're told that um, are the Jews and the chosen people of the Bible. No, not these at are, all. These are the people. These are the people that are and, and it's cliche to say, but that are behind the scenes on everything. Right. Yes. So these are the people that show you everything that you see and mold your mind into what you fucking think because i'm telling you right now like any form of entertainment that we've ever had in our entire lives has come from these people i can't watch a fucking movie without just seeing and and you know i'm i'm totally fucking far gone in my conspiratorial mind so when i see these people i don't even see fucking humans right so people will be like oh it's just 90% jews well i don't see I don't see them as Jews because I have friends that are Jews and, and th those are people to me. Those are fucking people. They're, they're humans. Right. They have a soul. These people that we see on television, they're a part of the original occultist, the original 
occultist and their job is to brainwash you into what they fucking want you to be. And and that is all their job is. It is entertainment, but that entertainment is you tell me some person that has grown up that has not been influenced by a movie, by music, by a television show and I will I tell you told- and I will tell you that they are an Amish person or they don't exist. Right. I've been watching toys that toys that made us on Netflix and it didn't dawn on me until right now. Look how big GI Joe was when, when our parents were kids. And then when we were kids, GI Joe was huge. What did that prepare us for? Oh, war's good. War's good. War's good. War's good. Always got to be at war. And and it also prepared us that knowing is half the battle though. Uh, true. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, so it did give us that. It, it, fair but point. You're right. You know, you're right bro, battle, because but... I grew up on GI Joe, and uh-huh. I, I mean, I had a BB gun, so like I would set them up in war things in my backyard, and I'd shoot those motherfuckers. My mom would come home with grocery bags, and I would tie strings to my GI Joes and throw them up in the air so that the grocery bag so would have they would like have a parachute shooting shit and fall yes. down right i was totally about that shit and i was going i was going to be the first motherfuckers to join the military i wanted i wanted to either be a pilot a fighter pilot or i wanted to be a, a fucking um a sniper right huh? and my grandfather stormed the beaches of normandy and we went and we saw saving private ryan and during that he had to leave the theater when they were storming the beaches and my dad and I was sitting, me and my dad were still sitting there watching it. And he was like, I'm going to go check on your grandpa. And he went out there and then my dad comes back in about 10, 15 minutes later. And he's like, come on, son, we're going to go. And in the car ride home, my grandfather said I could smell the blood and I could see those pussies hiding under the dead bodies. And then he turned around and he said, Brad, you promised me that you will never, ever join the military. And I was like, I promise. Like, And so that's why I didn't. But. Oh, you gave me a, a little bit of a, a chill on my. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy how when you're in a situation, something like that, because I, I could only imagine. But when you see it or or even even any type of trauma uh, it, a song can set you off a certain you know he saw that and the smells came back you know what i mean how often in, in, in your daily life do you go and all of a sudden a smell you'll you, you'll smell a smell you don't know where it's coming from but it reminds you of your childhood like yeah. maybe like those wax lips that you used to have at halloween or, or oh, just man, whatever I just sensed that i don't even know what yeah. it was i just sensed but i sensed that wax the smell and the taste and the texture yeah of it when you just said that yeah and it's like oh wow that was good but then you had you put people that had traumatic um experiences and they see or start smelling something or smell something and start remembering and it's like holy fuck you know what i mean you don't you don't realize the power of what our our mind does and cart carpet i can't even say that it well, stores it in certain little areas <laughs> and then it releases it yeah so i mean yeah. uh back then they would have said he was having a shell shock episode but what it really is is 
PTSD and and yeah. it can bring back those memories to the point where it's so vivid that he actually smelled what he was okay. smelling while he was there. And, yeah. and, and, and what really got me is the fact that yes, he said he could smell the blood. And, and then also, which I'll never forget is he was talking about pussies hiding underneath dead bodies. And that was, I was just like, Oh my God, like, could you imagine though, like running up on shore and just, everywhere around you is just getting shot the fuck up and like somebody that you just had a three-month relationship with it just fucking dropped dead mid-sentence next to you i i could not fucking imagine having to go through that no me either and you know even now i mean war is war uh i i not pro war but i am happy that most of your wars are fought 80 percent from the air now um which or kind of can take that out yeah but i mean you're always going to need ground troops you're always going to need your your snipers your special forces and what have you and and those those take a special breed uh but you know you kind of have to know what you're signing up for because if if you're not ready for that kind of mental trauma no matter no matter what i mean even if you sign up and you never actually see battle and you sign up safe for seal team okay just the training alone is going to fucking damage you mentally yeah i can see that now now let's take a step back like where my grandfather grew up the time period right and then we fast forward to what we have now where kids are growing up playing call of duty which is very realistic warfare right very fucking uh-huh. realistic. And then they sign up for the military and now they're a drone flyer. Basically they're doing exactly what they've trained their entire fucking life for. And if not, and they're actually become like a ground, a ground soldier and shit and have to do this hand to hand combat and actually fucking shoot somebody that close up. They've been training for it their whole life, not to mention the movies and everything is desensitizing them. So I, I don't see it affecting the kids now as much as it would affect like uh, your your grandparents and mine, you know. And you also have to add in there the desensitiz- desensitization that they receive from playing those games over and over. So when they actually do sign up and maybe kill somebody, they're just seeing points or you know, oh, that leveled me up. You know what I mean? Like, right. They get like a dopamine rush from it. So, yeah. yeah. So it's almost like when you join the military, it's like, I'm going to do this for real. And then you get like a real dopamine rush from it because you've already Mm -hmm. been MK ultra. Like, don't get it twisted. Like fucking MK ultra exists in video games just as much as it does in the military, just as much as it does in Hollywood. I mean, we all joke here in the truth or community that the CIA should be in, in the credits of every single fucking film ever made, but the CIA should most definitely be in the credits of every fucking video game ever made too. Exactly. I mean, it's, we, we touched on it earlier, you know, playing Nintendo, playing top gun you know you wanted to be a pilot you know i was like oh i could never stick the landings and you're like oh i fucking hated refueling in the air and this and that that was already that that little step of mind control or you know you're playing something simple as mario okay maybe you're not shooting fireballs at another human but it's another living thing i.e a turtle or a plant that's alive that's trying you know what i mean so it's already 
okay, it's okay to kill that. It's okay to kill that. It's okay to kill that. It's okay to kill that constantly. There's hardly any games out there that don't somehow have a basis around killing things. Now, am I an anti-gamer? No, I, I, I haven't played video games in a, in a long time. In fact, well, the last one I played, my daughter let me borrow her, her Nintendo Switch, and she had the newest Metroid. And Metroid was my shit in the day. I oh, loved man. Metroid. I had it on the Game Boy. Too, bro. I loved it. And she she just came to get it just the other day. And I was like, you know, that's fine. It's, it, it's yours. But I was to the point where I had to go back through all the maps because I was missing shit because I was at the final boss. You know what I mean? And I just didn't have the proper, you know, level ups and what have you. But I, I, I was sitting there reliving my, my childhood at night. You know, if I didn't have an interview or whatever, I was like, okay, I got, I got an hour. I can, I can, I can play Metroid, you know? And I'm like, that's yeah. so awesome. That's and, so awesome. Yeah. You know, Brian yeah. from Whiskey Beer and Conspiracies, like yes. as a little side business, he sells like old school consoles and shit, man. So yeah, eventually I'm going to hit him up and I'm going to get like an old Nintendo or a Sega Genesis or something and all the video Hell games yeah. I grew up with, man. What was the one Sega game? you you could drive a car i forget what it was but outrun it was like on a huh outrun i don't i don't think it was outrun because you could go up a loop and come back down test run maybe oh oh it was it was, it was san francisco rush it was called rush and then there was no. like different no no, it was in the arcade. I remember it being in the arcade, and Sega brought it to the console. Hang on, let and me see. look it up. You you had different tracks that you could like drive on, and I remember one had one of these big loops. But if you didn't hit it right, your car would just fly off, and okay, yes. you crashed. You have to do it again. And I loved that game. That Spy Hunter was great. I mean, who can't go wrong with a car that shoots fucking? guns and missiles and oil slicks and clouds and it's like oh this is great i'm a spy you know what i mean <laughs> and then you grew up to be austin powers man i don't know was it called hard driving yes hard driving that was exactly what it was i never oh yep that's it stupid background thing <laughs> <laughs> Looked like I was in the uh, space the uh, space station there for a second with all that CGI shit. Well, you didn't have enough uh, hairspray on your hair to make it stand up. Right, right. Where do you <laughs> fall on that, man? I, I I hear you mention it every once in a while, but what do you think? Oh no, I I we didn't land on the moon. I'll tell you that right now. That's where I believe on that. Do we go to space? I, I don't think either because we do a lot of testing in water and all these videos that come out of them saying, Oh yeah, we're just over here in this state and you know, hairspray and they're dropping balls that are supposed to float. And it's like, okay, I already know NASA lies to me um, started by ex Nazis. Uh, I'm not going to believe a word that you say. The firmament thing. I don't know because part of me believes that there are beings from other galaxies, but I don't have proof that there's galaxies. You know what I mean? Like, right. So, and, and where I lie on that is these people that have alien abductions or 
alien encounters. Well, you know, just as a basic term. And it's like, they're seeing something. They right. Just don't know what it is. You know what I mean? Like, could it be an angel? Could it not be? Could it be? Could it be what they're saying? I don't I don't know. Like, because I can't I can't prove any of it. Right. And my my answer to that is I just I used to equate it to outer space as well. But like, why? Because we've been lied about outer space. So we assume that anything we don't know about is coming from outer space. But right. those things that are taking those people could very well be interdimensional beings or any other type of a cryptid or anything that has always fucking been here. Hollow Earth. You know, you, every that. Yes. So I believe that we live in a simulated flat hollow earth that was created can, by God. I, I can I can get behind that because if you if you go with the, the flat earth model and there's land behind way beyond the, the the ice wall that everybody's like oh it's just Antarctica. well fuck off you know do do a little bit of research and you'll find out that that's pretty much a lie too um that there could be advanced civilizations that live further out past us and maybe they're coming here to try and you know either help us or keep us at maybe, maybe we're the scumbags of, of the whole flat earth and they just want to keep us contained because they know um, at one time, look what they did. That's why we had to reset everything because they tried to fucking kill everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Who knows? I think, I think I mentioned this when I just had uh, Julia from Cosmic Peach on. And I said, I said, you know, I think that like um, when God banished us from the garden, that maybe the garden is on the opposite side of the uh, fucking ice wall and maybe that's what we're banished from and we can't see that because you were just saying extraterrestrial well you know what terrestrial means right it means terrain so extra terrain yes. meaning extra land so if they say we saw an extraterrestrial meaning oh you saw somebody that came from extra land that we don't know about doesn't have to be outer space so like I don't even equate it with outer space in any way shape or form anymore yeah, because I can look up and, and here's what the, the thing that gets me the most is the whole spinning of the earth and we're traveling through the galaxy at, at X amount of speed. And what oh, you, don't, you don't ever have to say X amount. Just know that it always is six, 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 six. six. Yes. Every time. And it's like, oh, if we're traveling that fast, why do I see the moon pretty much in the same position? every day give or take the sun comes up in the same position every day give or take i see the same stars all the time in the sky give or take conditions clouds whatever shouldn't they shouldn't we have passed all them thousands of years ago you know it's like that that's what doesn't make sense and like i said i can't i can't i don't think I think where people on the flat earth side get it wrong is they set out to prove it. Okay. Nobody can prove anything. We can't prove the earth is flat. We can't prove the earth is round. We can't prove it's uh, the shape of a pizza or whatever. Cause nobody truly knows But it falls in with religion, but you, you, we can, can we prove this? We can disprove things. Yes, we can disprove things. And that's kind of where I, I jump on religions. Um, can we prove Jesus was ever 
who we're told he is? Because if you go by Christianity, you sh- thou shall not take the Lord's name in vain. Well, we do, Christians do it all the time. They call him Jesus. That's not his name. His name was Yeshua. So by deceiving everybody, you're taking his name in vain. It's not saying, God damn, it's not cussing. It's not knowing his name. So then that leads me to the route of, well, all religions are man-made. Yes. All of them. All of them. And all the popular ones shit on the ones that came before them, but then stole little pieces that they liked to keep them happy. And now we have Christmas, Easter. It's like your mind just wants to go. Well, those those are and, pagan. Those are pagan uh, celebrations. Very, very pagan. And, and uh, the name the name of the guy was Constantine that uh, uh-huh. decided he needed to bring the people together, and so he took his pagan beliefs and morphed them with Christianity beliefs in order to create these holidays. And by bringing the two together he was able to be the great king that brought everyone together and that is how we have all those things um yeah man religion is such a fucking joke drink the kool-aid do whatever you need to do if you feel better about going to church every sunday and listening to somebody up there that is no closer to god than you are tell you how to live your life then by all means do it if that fucking helps you but i will be damned if i'm gonna go up there and listen to somebody that has less of a fucking grasp on what this reality is than i do i fuck that fuck that building fuck any of those buildings that say they are for god yet take a single dollar go fuck yourself yes and i mean i got flack from my own wife that when I started questioning some of these things, because I, I at one time was a practicing Christian. I, I was baptized in January in the Susquehanna River. Uh, they're, they're supposed to be mystical or magical property. It's one of the oldest rivers in the world, yada, yada, yada. It's on a ley line. I didn't know it at the time, but I, I, I went down that path, read the Bible cover to cover, you know, but then I started questioning things. And she's like, well, you don't believe in God. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump your brakes there, Betty. Or my wife's night name is not Betty, but I'm just I saying, like, I believe. Yeah, I believe in God. In I believe in a creator. Nowhere in the Bible. I don't say to go to church. No, we are the church. You if you me gather and talk, that is assembly. That is church. That that is what we're supposed to do. Just, you know, there's great teachings in the Bible. I'm not discrediting that great teachings. Take, if you take the lessons that Jesus, that Jesus supposed, you know, taught and the philosophy and apply that to your life, will that make you a good human and a better person? Yeah, absolutely. Because it's all about love. It's all about love. And, and, you know, just don't, don't shit on, on, on your neighbor. You see someone down, you help them up, you give them a hug, you know, love them. That, that, that was the greatest message. All you have to do is love. And it's like, Okay, but don't sit here and take my money. Don't sit here and tell me I can't do X, Y, Z, because that's not what anywhere in the teaching said. You know what I mean? And, and these really heavy, devout Christians now, drinking's not for everybody. But they're like, oh, you can't drink. Jesus 
according to you, you and your Bible, Jesus drank. He turned water to fucking wine. Right? Wine. He didn't turn and that. You know, he didn't turn he didn't that turn. shit into grape juice. No. And, and the reason why everybody drank back then is because they couldn't have they, they, they didn't know they, they didn't have a good source of uh, healthy drinking water. You know what I mean? It, it was hard to find. So if you ferment it, I'm not going to get sick. Okay, well, I get a little fuzzy in the head or whatever. If I drink too much, yeah. If I drink too much, will it dehydrate me? Yeah. But it's better than not having anything to drink and dying. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't I don't know. We can get off the religion topic if, <laughs> if you want. We can no, move I mean, on to it's something good else, to talk but... about. It's good to talk about because especially in the truth of community, you know, like it's something that is very pressing because – we are living in the end times as far as I'm concerned. Um, I believe a lot of things in the Bible and a lot of it is coming to fruition. And so uh, to to not talk about these things would be would be pretty dumb on our part because I, I feel like it's something that is very important and you have to be on the right side of yourself with with your creator and whatever that may be. Um, I think that people should be able to talk about it. Now, do I believe in religion? No, I don't, because I don't think that anybody can tell you that there is a specific ground uh, rule structure for what you believe. And it has to be these people, because that is not anything that the Bible says. Um, and I think that that's where humans have gotten off track. And I think that that was on purpose. That was, I mean, uh, my parents are Jehovah's Witnesses. And when I found out that uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses were actually created by the Rockefellers, I'm like, uh, yo, red flags, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, oh, oh, Moronos. We worship Moronos. Mor Moroni. M moron. Like, like that. Uh, Trust me, because I grew up in Idaho until I was 10. And uh, my parents might have got a phone call because I was running around on the playground. Heavily influenced Mormon community where, where we where I lived. OK, I went to school. I was running around going, the Mormons are coming. The Mormons are coming. They're going to get me. The Mormons are coming. <laughs> Woo! not the right thing to say. And. And it was because it, it was a learned behavior because my mom would see Jehovah's Witnesses or Mormons driving up the long ass driveway and she'd be like, oh, the Mormons are coming. The Mormons are coming, you know, and, <laughs> and not want to answer the door. And I, I didn't know, you know, hell, I was in first fucking grade, you know, like, what do I know? You know, and you're out there recreating Yankee Doodle Dandy, huh? <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. It, it was like, oh, man. But then you you look into that religion and so many others and it's just like is Mormon just another name for Mason? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the occult rejects made a very good point on, on that in their series of it. And yeah, I, I, I very well think so. Do you remember, uh, it was a few months back. I, I was doing this thing called daily conspiracy reel where once a day yeah. I would make a conspiracy reel, like, just a minute long or whatever. One of them was Mormons and their ties to Freemasonry. And they are absolutely 100% uh, Freemasons. Oh yeah. All their rituals are, are the same. And then to tie that back into X 22, I don't know if it was either New York Patriot or him and Lux on the occult rejects. I think it might've been on a, you know, I, it might've been on my, my fuck Q episode that I did a 
a year or so ago. How dare but, you? How dare you? Um, but uh, he like New York Patriot was like picking apart Dave's logo and and all the sigil magic that he was putting into that to uh, make money and this and that. And I was just like, because I'm I'm not good at looking in and seeing that from their point of view. You know what I mean? Because it, that's what they were into. And I was just like, holy shit. I knew for some reason I didn't like listening to him. I didn't know what it was, but wow, you know, now I know why. But I need to go back and listen know. to that because I've always wondered, yeah. I've always wondered why it's called X22. And, and that's funny because we were just talking about uh, how Dave was on um, Eddie Bravo's show and Eddie Bravo asked him, what is X22? And he said, well, 22. He said, well, 22 is, has always been my lucky number. And X was an extension because he was in the financial services. Uh, that's what he did is he, he was in wall street banking and financial. That was his life. And when shit started to like Wolf of wall street, shit started happening is when he started X 22 speaking out against it. That's how his show originated. So he was okay. ex extra X extra. 22 which is su supposedly 22 because that's his lucky number hmm. okay well doesn't doesn't answer that, buddy. It, doesn't answer it for me though i, no, I i'm gonna go back and listen i'm gonna go back and listen to lux and new york patriot because uh they know yeah. I, I i believe the and, episode was i named it psyop but with a q yeah and so, i mean it was nothing but hopium man like i don't oh completely I, and I will go back and I'll, I'll every once in a while, you know, like I'll scroll through. I'll be like, ah, shit, I've already listened to the podcast I want to listen to. I'll see X-22. I'll be like, all right, let's see what this motherfucker's talking about now. <clears throat> and so I'll listen to it every once in a while. It is like, so, wait, I heard this eight months ago, a year ago. It is such fucking hopium. However, what do you think about devolution? Have you dove into devolution? Have you been listening to the Wicked Planet podcast? Ron from New England. He keeps having Anonymous Sean come on, and they've done three episodes now breaking down what's going on and how Q is actually still 100% in play and how this is actually biblical. I'm going to actually have to admit I haven't listened to the Wicked Planet in a, in a little while. Um, I have so many that I go through and I, 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 I take totally time bit. no excuses. You know what I mean? You don't have to I, make excuses. We have so many like, friends and podcasts. That it's very hard. It's to like, okay, this week I'm binging catalyst next week. I'm binging this, da, yeah. da, 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 you know, and I try to make my rounds, but I'll have to go and give that a fair shake. And because I, I do. And it's funny you, you bring that up because I want to, I need to reach out to, uh, to Ron. Um, he's so busy and sometimes it's hard to get him on, but I'd like to get him and Sean on to do an episode on maybe a multi-part episode on the Kazarians, because the, when they broke that down and the way they did, I was just like, wow, this makes so much sense. And then well, now ties, the it devolution, ties in, I it ties into devolution and Q. Yes. And I think I might've listened to one, maybe, maybe two of the devolution series because i know there's they're spaced out if i if i'm not mistaken is, well, is that the one that i'm thinking of where they have the whole big map that they were going through 
kind of just started it last month. So, um, okay. yeah. What was the one that they were and on I, before I that? Even hit Ron up. got this. So Ron so got you this are, huge. You map. are kind of stepping on my Kool Aid right now by saying you want to have right. both of them on, because <laughs> what happened was is they put out the first episode and and anonymous sean was breaking it down so amazingly that he he was like all right first he the way that he was doing the time lapse so it was like first i'm going to take you to how uh how there was elvis youtube videos of black people's reaction to elvis who otherwise thought that elvis was a piece of shit motherfucker and okay. it was opening them up to Elvis. And then he tied that into Q. And then he tied the Elvis videos and Q into the book of Revelations. <laughs> and then he brought it like to uh to freaking uh Pike, uh, Albert Albert Pike. Albert Pike. And some and some shit that he wrote about the three world wars and all and fucking combined all this shit with Q and everything. And it was fucking incredible. But Buckley, I love you, Buckley, but sometimes shut the fuck up and let people talk. (laughs) I agree with you there because Um, I love going and watching a comedian. But when somebody is drunk and they're heckling the comedian you know, you might be funny, but shut the fuck up and let them let them spit their comedy. So I hit up I hit up uh, Ron and I was like, yo, I love everything Anonymous Sean was talking about. Can I please have him come on White Rabbit so he can break it down without the heckling? And and he was like, oh, man, Buckley is amazing. And I was like, yes, Buckley is amazing. But, you know, like he was talking about something very, very fucking important. And I want to bring him on. And he was like, well, hang on, because we got about two or three more episodes coming. And he's going to break it down even more. But him and Anonymous Sean are coming on White Rabbit, and they're going to break down that whole thing. So I will say, like, I I totally went off on this tangent explaining everything. But And everybody's going to go listen to this now, because they fucking killed it. They crushed it, dude. Anonymous Sean, he knows what's up. But you you clown on Q all the time, motherfucker. <laughs> well, here's the thing: what and what if this Q is just a rebranded version of something that we've already had, i.e., revol- it revolution. It is one hundred percent, absolutely, it is, and just reworded in a different way, and and done in such a vague way that yeah, okay, it makes you look into things. But it's like my biggest thing is I can't trust a plan that I don't know. Uh, okay, I, I I love that. I love that. Fuck, we're at a minute twenty one, and I and I can go fucking deep right now. Um, oh, go, brother! This is your show. Go. So, <clears throat> okay, everybody wants to talk shit on Q and say it was a psyop. My answer is yes, one hundred percent. It was a fucking psyop. And you've even said this in some of your episodes, and I've heard you say that Q allowed, not allowed people, but he he reached people to open them up to actually start looking into things for themselves. Because if it wasn't for Q, I'd be I'd be like just lost in the in the Internet, 
nobody saying all this shit about Pizzagate and Flat Earth and all the shit that I talk about. Uh, shit. Hang on one second, brother. Uh, my 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 Mac's about to die, and I need to plug it in. Not a problem. What I will say is, it, I I will give Q that, and I and I have I I've given Q that many of time. What what? And and I would have been there right with you. You know what I mean? Like during the initial lockdowns of the pandemic. You know what I mean? I remember binge binge watching and going down these these rabbit holes of conspiracies of PizzaGate and and you know wayfair and then whatever else was coming out and it was like whoa holy shit i mean i knew sex trafficking and child sex trafficking and, and human trafficking w- was a thing i didn't realize i guess i didn't allow myself to realize it was as big as it was and i i was like holy shit and then it kind of led into everything else but the but then all of a sudden so that proves my point, and this is what I'm saying, is I would have been out there screaming all these fucking crazy conspiracy theories, and uh, the not only just Pizzagate, but the world is flat, and fucking the, the government is behind every single fucking politician. They're not elected. They're selected. All of these things, if it wasn't for Q, I would be a solo motherfucker out there screaming into the abyss, but it, it made a community available for all of us. And it, it allowed people like you and me, I'm telling you right now, bro, like if there was not a cue, there would not be a white rabbit podcast. So we wouldn't even be having this conversation. So there wouldn't be a, my third eye podcast. That's what I'm saying. So like, if people want to say it was a psyop, cool, call it a psyop, call it whatever you want, but look at the good shit that came out of it. Yes. And, and just because it didn't end the way that we wanted it to, doesn't mean that it's not still in effect. Now Q said the ending is not for everyone. And like I said earlier in the podcast, I jumped off the Trump train, like fuck Trump. Okay. You, your kids went to Jesuit schools uh yes you don't yes you don't become you do not become where you are if you are not playing along at some certain level and i am a full believer in if you are in the public eye you are a part of the opposition because y- there is no reason that they would let you in the public eye unless you were pushing a certain narrative or control where the, where they want you to be. So like Trump has always been. I mean, rappers were talking about him back in the day. And do you think that that was by chance? No, that was because they were building this up because they knew that he was going to be able to divide the black vote. They knew. They knew that. That's that's where it's coming from. So I'm not fucking Everybody wanted to be as rich as Trump. I'm not Didn't f- matter what color you were. Exactly. So I'm not fucking stupid. Now, however, do I think that he he actually thought he was doing good. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Where he lost me and, and many others. Stop pushing the fucking vaccine. Stop pushing it. It's not a fucking vaccine. It, it don't. And now so is he pushing the vaccine or is he saying, remember, I am the one that created Project Warp Speed or both, both. He even said, you know, go get your vaccine. He is saying, go get your vaccine. 
He's okay. encouraging well, people I, to get vaccines if this. they choose to. He he does add that in there, but get off the fucking vaccine. He his problem is he can't get off his fucking horse of an accomplishment that he thought was right at the time to look back and be like, Oh, I fucked up. He 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 can't he he okay, ha, he so has no moral what, ground to look at himself what. and say, Okay, I was wrong about that. We can dial that back. You know, forgive me. I'm human. He he has no capability of doing that. And the reason why I like, ask the reason I ask, is he pushing the back vaccine or is he saying, don't forget that I'm the one that did Project Warp Speed is because if he's pushing the vaccine, that's something completely different. And and yeah, fuck him for that. But well, if he, he's saying he if he's they're saying, safe and effective, but if he's saying, don't forget, I'm the one that created and pushed pro or uh, not project. What is it? Something warp speed uh, operation operation warp speed. Don't forget that because while doing that, he made it to where they could not make it legally able to be pushed onto people. So if it was, if it was uh, not project warp speed, it would not have been under the, um, the uh, uh, emergency care right. act. It, it still is. It would have been approved it would have taken longer and it would have been approved fully that way they would have been able to say you have to get this so when he here's, says here's, don't here's forget, thing, it's still under the emergency thing and they're the because the cdc recommends it who is not a government organization and people be like well the cdc now they're recommending it for for kids babies everything else and oh, it's yeah, still they under the it, emergency just, thing. I know, and they just made it a part of the fucking regular uh, to be ready for school vaccination yes. checklist. <clears throat> when it's still emergency youth use authorization. Well, you know... It, how? How? I, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. And it's something that I avoid talking about, but in three years from now, does it matter what fucking list it's on? Because in three years from now, everybody that took that fucking job is not going to be with us anymore anyway. True. Yes. <laughs> and um, ooh, that one, that one kind of hits hard. My daughter took the first one only because she was talked into, well, I won't have to wear a mask on campus. Now, after that, she was like, no, I'm not taking another one. I'm hoping she got just a saline solution. She's never she hasn't had any adverse side effects or anything from it. And even after she took it, her one and it was weird how she she worded it. She was like, she, she texted her mom. Am, am I going to have problems having a baby? And she was like, oh, you're, you're trying to have a baby and you're not marrying. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, I, I was just asking because of the jab. And now her mom and stepdad got it because they they needed to go on a vacation. And, you know, good Christian people, you know, that's what they do. Sorry, Christian people. If you knew my ex-wife, she's not a good Christian person. Actually, now, good Christian my... people, if you were good Christian people, that you would know that God created a fucking immune system and yes. that's all you fucking need. So anyways, continue. And that's where I agree with the Amish community. Um, so she she didn't. And I hope I hope she got the saline, you know, and what have you. But you are right. In three years, most of these people, yeah, won't. 
Did me, well, my wife, no and my stepson? There was no such thing as saline. So I, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news on yeah. that. But I oh, will I say this is there actually they had these vaccines stored for a very long time before we even knew about them. And so a lot of them were expired. And they in the first rounds that went out was a lot of expired vaccines. So a lot of people did not get the full mRNA technology. However, just good. Even if they did, even if they did, go check out Dr. Estella, uh, Estella Manuel's website, and she has a regimen that you can get as long as long as you only got like the first round of doses. If you are boosted fully, you're fucked. Sorry. If you're boosted fully the fuck up, you're going to die. I'm sorry. But if you only got the first round, you can go to Dr. Estella, Estella Manuel's website and you can order her regiment, and you will be okay. It will get rid of the mRNA technology that did not fully take hold of your uh, blood shit so far. And e- even on that note, like, okay, my me, my wife, my stepson, well, me and my stepson were like, no, we ain't getting it. My wife was kind of contemplating it, and I was trying to lay it out to her, and sometimes I'm not the best at articulating things as i am on a podcast uh i i I tend to just blurt it out in whatever way i do and you know it's a husband and wife thing and then my stepson broke it down for for his mom and she was like okay yeah i i don't want it um he got sick what was it like before she was sick for like almost a month before thanksgiving like she had a, a sinus infection and an upper respiratory infection, took a round of antibiotics. It wasn't the strongest antibiotic, didn't kick it out of her, got another one. Now, during that time, I quit making my quinine that, that I made because I, I got busy at work or whatever. It was right around our inventory. And, and I ended up get catching what she had for the first time in almost three, four years of ever being sick since making this this quinine that I make. And I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm an idiot. So I got an antibiotic, kicked it right out of my system. She's now, she, she went like two, maybe two and a half weeks. Now she's hacking again. And it wasn't until today because where she works, it's not mandatory, but there are a lot of sheep that fucking work there. I wonder how many of those are actually shedding on her and that's what's making her fucking sick. So the shedding, I believe, can make people sick. However, you're not going to get that shit inside your bloodstream that we're seeing in okay. Suddenly Dead where they're pulling out of people right. and shit like that, right? Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know. Are you a terrarian, a terrain theory person? or a mm-hmm. theory? I'm more a terrain theory. Right. So, so basically... Uh, these people mind. are getting things into their system uh, just, just that right uh, their bodies are saying, Double, fuck you know, this, Double, we're going to push this out, Double, right? Double, so so I feel like, like that's what's happening with people there. Um, so the rapper, but shit, man. Uh, I usually I go in an Speaking of rappers, we're shit, about an hour and a half. I was just going to say what I was thinking about when I was taking a piss. Uh, and speaking of rappers, man, I, I hate to end that, but you have to pee because I love that fucking song. We're going to end this shit.
That is no. We can. Hey, hey, actually, let's let's go like another half. Fight him on Spotify, real quick. Um, I had him on my show. I'll just recovering addict, and I loved his story. I think I heard him on Upstate on Convention first, and I was like, man, I'd love to talk to this dude. And we we talked. We had a great conversation, and I was I just posed to him. I was like, hey could could you make me an outro and he's like well what are you looking for i'm like something like bat shit and he's like just use bat shit and i was like are you sure and he's like yeah and the rest was history and i was like well thank you you know what i mean so yeah you made it, that it, strictly for your show no that was off one of his albums and oh, oh, and okay. i was like so he was like I, just I was, shit. yeah because i was like man you can't his songs i haven't found one that i don't like and when i came across bat shit i was like oh man this is fucking cool you know i'm higher than a giraffe puss you know <laughs> this and that and when we were talking i was it was like something on the lines of like bat shit because you touch like the conspiracy ish type angle and he's like just use that then just use that I was that's like, awesome okay no, i love so. that fucking song and, and every time Every time it ends, usually when I'm listening to other people's shows and they're an asshole and they're like, hey, pay for the rest of this. I'm like, fuck, as soon as it ends, I hang I, I quit listening. But with yours, even though I can't afford to go to your shit and listen to the rest of it, I'm like, I'm going to listen to this entire song because it's dope. <laughs> it is dope. I, 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 I love him. He's he's actually coming out with a merch line um, here real soon. And uh, I hit him up because I, I want to get a hoodie. Uh, and and what have you but yeah just go on spotify everybody and hit up nosy and you you won't regret it he's a he's a white dude and he has some good support around him with with uh 9dm beats and and some others and just makes great music and a lot of his music is looking his addiction to i think heroin i think it was heroin um in the face and giving it a fucking middle finger because one of his videos um and i forget the name of it off the top of my head but he's sitting in a bathroom and he's he's acting like he's getting high you know he's 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 rapping about how it used to be that was the actual bathroom that he actually used to do that in so that's how far he takes overcoming his addiction and going in and being like this is where i did it fuck you you have no control over me anymore you know what I mean? And, and reach out to him on Instagram. I, Do you think that that's, and I know we touched on it uh, and, and I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but yeah, definitely in, uh, reach out to him on Instagram. I'm sorry. Go ahead and finish. Then I'm going to ask my question. No, I was just going to say for you, reach out to him on Instagram. Have him on your show, man. He, he's, he, he's a great guy to talk to and just, he, he loves conspiracies as well. And awesome. so he, he, he's like one of us, you know, you know, if God was one of us. So he was able to change. <clears throat> and uh, I didn't I didn't finish what I was thinking when we were talking about Kanye. Um, I feel that he truly sold his soul. However, mm-hmm. he had a change of heart. I feel like I see so much of myself in Kanye. Because when I was younger, I I made hip-hop music. I wanted to be a fucking famous rapper. I mean, I went on tours. I was opening up for fucking people that are washed up now but were famous back then and shit. 
and I would have done everything that he did to the to the point where I even did before I was famous. Like I was right. fucking diving into demonic shit, and because I knew that that's what you had to do, and I feel like he went in there infiltrated and had a change of heart and now he is speaking out and and when kanye is out there and he's saying the things that he's saying uh i i'm gonna have to edit this because i'm having a hard time trying to figure out how to say this uh Okay, he's out there saying that I, uh, my mom died for this, right? He clearly exactly. sold his soul. He he made the sacrifice. He he got the riches. He got the fortune. He got the fame. He got the hottest fucking girl in Hollywood. Everything that you could have possibly said, I want. He got. And now they're taking every fucking thing from him. So I truly feel like people can have a change of heart because I've heard people talking shit about Russell Brand. I've heard people talking shit about Kanye. I've heard people talking shit about these people that have been very, very in the middle of all these doings. However, I feel like they've had a change of heart. So with that said about Kanye, and and that's how I feel about it, and that's that's really what, what I wanted to get to, so I'll edit out that shit. We're at a fucking complete brain fart. But my question is, what do you feel about him? Do you think the same thing? And then let's, let's bring that to uh, Russell Brand because he's also somebody out there that is uh, talking right, but um, – Somebody had recently told me that he he uh, was down with the New World Order and said that we need one world government. I don't know about that. I didn't see that mm-hmm. clip. I don't know if it was taken out of context, but my own beliefs is he was in the fucking lion's den. He was married to Carrie, Katy Perry. He saw the ritual sacrifices. He saw the fucking Illuminati crazy fucking shit. And now he is speaking out. Do you think these people are allowed to speak out? Do you think that they're just out there to give us something to do? Do you think that they're really out being who they claim to be they are? What is your take on all these celebrities that are turning their backs on the agenda? At the end of the day, God gave us free will. So we can either sell our soul or we can sell it and redeem it. If you go and listen to my episode with ex-satanic high wizard Zachary King. Towards the end, he will lay it out. You cannot sell something that is not yours. Your soul belongs to God. So you cannot sell that. You can do everything in your power to try to, and it may appear to be sold, but you can always get your soul back because you never lost it. It's just like, I can't sell your car because it doesn't belong to me. You know what I mean? And when people like Kanye realize what they did to go down that that road to get the riches, get the 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 witch with the biggest ass in the in in the world or whatever, and have everything at your hands, and really you're you're still not happy. Why? 
because that's that's not what life is about. And Kanye is like kind of expressing that in in a sense of like, okay, God, God's emptying me. God's taking things away to to fill me as a vessel. Okay, yes, he probably is. Um, and you're realizing that. And you and I think he's realizing to the point where he doesn't know how to come out and tell people without being the way he is about it because it's been the way he's coming out and sounds so crazy is the same way he's lived his life trying to go after that it was that fucking crazy for him and it's just overwhelming his mind the fact that okay i did this to do that and i got all this and now, now, now it, it's like when 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 someone wakes up for the first time and, and wants to tell everybody about a conspiracy, you know, oh, yeah. and, and you sound crazy. Well, he is to a point crazy, but he's not retarded crazy because he knows what he's talking about. He just doesn't articulate it the right way. Russell Brand, on the other hand, I'm not I, I don't really pay too much attention to him every now and again. I'll see a clip and I'll be like. Okay, that that kind of makes sense. I do know he was married to Katy Perry. That could have been John Benet Ramsey. Who knows? That's a conspiracy all in of itself. Uh, topic for another another time. Yeah, we'll um, get into but, that on this show. Yeah. So it, it's like when these people live this crazy fast life, they want to tell the truth in a crazy fast way you know does that make sense because that's how it happened to them so they think okay every this is how everybody else's mind works i i i gotta speak fat and blah blah and just act fucking super fucking exploited and retarded because that's the only thing they know they don't know how to be catalyst jones ghost or any of our other friends to come on a microphone and just say it in a calm way you know what i mean like you think that that they have had a change of heart. Yes, I, I, I truly do. I truly, at, at the end of the day, at the bottom of my hopeful heart and mind, I, I do think Kanye has had a change of mind. I do think Russell Brand or anybody else that has tried to speak up court, is it Corey Haim? Uh, Corey it, Feldman. Corey Feldman, you know, he tries to speak out. And look at the shit he gets. You know what yeah, I mean? And it's like on the show. Yeah, that would that'd be great. I, hell, I'd even love to have fucking Kanye on the show. <laughs> you know, what's funny is before I even started my show, I was like, I, I was like, I would love to interview Corey Feldman with all the shit that he says about pedophilia mm-hmm. in Hollywood. Like, I would just love to interview him. Now that I have this show, I'm going to reach out to him. I bet I can get him on. I mean, Good I can God. get we I could get we man. I can get fucking Corey Feldman, right? Hell yeah, and and I'm I'm debating on whether or not to ask you to see if I could get Wee Man on because everybody that's familiar with me and my show knows how much I midgets enrage me. Oh shit! And for me, and from from a, a comedic standpoint, to sit down and have a great, honest conversation with with a fucking midget, I think would blow my audience's mind. Like. Holy fuck, Ghost can talk to a midget, yet he wants to just fucking boot stop a uh, boot boot stomp every fucking midget that he sees 
and he doesn't even know why. How fucking cool would that be? You know what I mean? Like, holy shit. Hey, man, if, if any of Wee Man's people are listening to this, I do not condone the word midget. So please do not make that a strike against me. This is Ghost and Small only people. Ghost saying this, not you, Catalyst these, Jones. These are the words of Ghost from my Third Eye podcast, not <laughs> not KJ. So No, I, I, I don't think that that matters or whatever. But, you know, I, I actually have not spoken to him himself. It was kind of, It's kind of like the same thing when I had... Um, uh, uh, well, you had him on too. Uh, uh, fuck, Stoner. What's his name? Chong. When you Tommy Chong is like, I didn't actually speak to him until he showed up on my screen. So like, I'm I'm hoping that it goes as smoothly as it did with Tommy Chong. You, I'll ask you off the air. No, no, no. Go ahead and ask me on air. I'll say it right now on air. That is my least favorite episode that I've ever fucking done. Like, Tommy Chong is cool because it's like, whoa, dude, it was Tommy Chong. But then after I had him on and I was like, oh, shit, Legit Bat had him on. Fucking Ghost had him on. Like, now uh, Cosmic Peach is having him on. I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. And... The interview fucking sucked. It was my least favorite interview that I've ever fucking done. And I basically just let him talk so that he could rehash out his childhood memories because I feel like that's what he's doing right now is getting on these podcasts so that he could relive his fucking younger years because he's at the end of his life. So instead of writing a memoirs, this is what he's doing. If anybody gets mad at me for saying that or if any Tommy Chong's people are listening to this, I don't give a fuck. That was the worst interview I've ever fucking done. Man, Steve's not here. Yeah, neither is Dave. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. So, so yeah. Fuck I it. had him. I had him on, and and when I did, like for me personally, because I used to have to sneak and watch Cheech and Chong movies. You know, when the parents left or whatever, or, you know, doing kid stuff. I was just like, holy fuck! I'm actually talking to Tommy Chong. Looking back on it. I'm like, either I'm getting better at my job as a podcaster, or that wasn't the greatest episode I ever did. Because if you ask me now, the episode that I did with co when Ryan co hosted with uh, the JFK, Corey Hughes blew my fucking mind, blew my absolute fucking mind because. We touched on JFK in a way that nobody ever has has brought it to the table. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, this shooter, that shooter. And even Ryan was kind of bringing that up in the in, in the interview. And it was like, and I'll do you a favor. Um, I, I'll I'll email you the, the full episode so you can hear it for for its entirety. Hell yeah. And it, it's just wow, like mind blowing. And, and I will also say another one that was up there is the ex-Satanic High Wizard. And I went into that, Zachary King, very scared because I've had spiritual attachments in the past. And I didn't, you know, knowing what he quote unquote did. And the thing that I regret about that interview is I never asked him, why did you pick Catholicism? Because if you look at the Vatican and you look at Satan, Satanism, they're the same. 
and it and maybe it's because i felt bad because he's going through a lot of health i i i don't know and and it could be that maybe i had him on my show way too early you know what i mean like i i i wasn't i didn't have the experience enough you know what i mean my 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 skills weren't up or whatever yeah but i but i don't know it's just one of those things it's like you know looking back on it, it's like okay yeah it was tommy chong i mean can i brag to my high school friends hey have you ever talked to tommy chong no yeah well i have so fuck off you know that's about it that yeah that that's what you walk away with and if i could go back in time on that one i probably would have wanted him to walk away from my show because he's a hard he's a hardcore liberal i didn't agree with a lot of things that he said when he when he was like there was a point in the show where he was like i don't know why anybody would um would film themselves doing something illegal and he was talking about trump peeing on hookers which we know has been completely fucking debunked but he was talking about that PP hoax basically i don't know why anybody would film themselves breaking the you, law you made I, movies of filming yourself doing something illegal back well, in the day what i did say to him was i was like yeah hunter biden is fucking crazy isn't he and then uh i did ask him in a roundabout way i wish i would have just strictly this is the question that i asked i said in my world you know we know that people that become rich and famous a lot of them uh talk about selling their souls is that something that really happens or is that just uh you know hearsay and he was like whoa not just paul or not just actors everyone and then he and then he said well the devil doesn't actually exist and so i was like all right whatever but what i wish i would have asked him is is to get to the level of fame that you got to, you have to sell your soul. Do you remember where and when it was when you sold your soul for rich and fame? That's what I wish I would have fucking asked him, but I didn't. I was a pussy about it. Sorry, audience. Next time I have on a celebrity, I'm about to have a wee man on. I'm not going to go easy. If they end up leaving my show, then that's going to get me more ratings anyway. Absolutely. And you know what? It, it's no different than, you know, looking me looking back and second guessing myself. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, shoulda, coulda, woulda. You know what? Fuck the shoulda, coulda, woulda. It didn't happen. I didn't do it. Um, I know better for next time. You know what I mean? Kind of like what you're saying. Hey, next time I have one on, uh, it's going to be we I'm not going to go go easy. Uh, I'm going to lay it out because at the end of the day, uh, most of these people that we do interview, that's the only time we ever really talk to them. You know, on the rare occasion you do make a friend friendship out of out of some guests or whatever. You know what I mean? I, you have those... say, I consider you a friend, asshole. So don't. don't... Well, yeah, yeah. I I'm not I'm not looking at this as uh you know one of those random guest type type deal. Like if if I go get an author on is what I'm saying. Like okay, and then like like with Nosy, you know what I mean? I reached out to him and we connected. You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't say we talk every day, but if I hit him up on a text, you know, we, we talk, we have a conversation, you know what I mean? It, it, and real conversation, you and I, dude, I reached out to you after you were on Ryan's conspiracy in the uh, break room or whatever. And I was just like, Hey, you know, da 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 da. you want to come on the tavern? And then that opened up. Now I, I I'm here for the second time and I'm still a fucking dipshit. And 
haven't booked <laughs> yeah. Catalyst Jones for my fucking show because I'm a fucking piece of shit. In, well, in my humble to, opinion, you're afraid to get kicked off of every platform you've ever put yourself on. So I, I actually no, because uh, I was told after the fact that if you want to get your podcast booted, you're to have Corey Hughes on. And I was like, oh, well, I even put that up on YouTube and I still didn't get a ding. The whole entire interview is on YouTube. Interesting. You have no idea how many podcasts have come to me and said, bro, when we had you on was our final straw on YouTube or when we had you on was our first time we got a strike on YouTube. <laughs> like, yeah, man, they hate me. Yeah. Fuck them. You know, I I'm all about your, your free speech. You know what I mean? And we will definitely set up a date. I, hell, I don't know. I, I have a, an interview. Well, we'll talk off here. Um, but I, I want you to come on and man, I, I love you like a brother that I never knew I had in, in a weird kind of way. Does that make sense? Of course it does, brother. Because it's like, like, oh, my God, my mom fucked this one dude and, and you popped out of her pussy. And wait, we're well, fuck, we're brothers. <laughs> and let's live life together. Because <laughs> what? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think we did. And uh, but I, I think. On, on a deeper note because I don't I don't put much out there and I know we both tease a little bit of how we grew up and some experiences that we went through I think we went through a lot of similar experiences now I'm not going to say your pain is less than mine and my pain is greater than your no because all pain is pain and but I what we connect on a level that I don't know. Maybe it's the empath in me that I pick up on certain things. And it's like, maybe that's why I was like, Hey, you know, you're down in the dirt, brother. Come on, let's go. Ghost got your back. And somebody wants to fire a bullet. Well, I'm going to stand there and, and fucking take one and, you know, pop them back four fucking times before, you know, they go away. I appreciate that brother, because I definitely went through some heavy fire there for a minute. And, uh, some people that I definitely looked up to and uh, felt like I was a part of their team kind of shit on me. And I was able to see who was really there for me. And you were definitely one of those people that shined through that moment. So thank you for that, brother. And you will always fucking have a spot here on white rabbit. Whenever you want to come and talk, talk some shit or unload on anything even if you're talking shit about q i'll listen to it man we'll we'll go but uh i I got some i got some big things coming in the works for white rabbit and i know that you're aware of some of them which is pretty Mm -hmm. fucking awesome so uh let's let's end this right here man let's talk about cunt a little bit let's uh let's talk about what's going on with my third eye and uh and then we'll cut out sounds good uh with cunt like like we said in the beginning all it take you don't even have to be friends with me on on instagram just send a uh a dm request i'll see it record your record your question it takes 30 seconds hey have you guys ever looked into uh hollow earth it could be something as simple as that you know we get so many random different questions when they do come in and and it's great because it puts ryan on the spot it puts me on the spot you know every now and again i come out with my standard six months to a year that's what I call it. Six months to a year. And, yep. you know, 
my first question, Whenever- you guys, I, I fucking threw ro- roganic or organic robotoids at these motherfuckers for my first question. So nothing is completely off the wall. <laughs> and and I was like completely on board. I was like, motherfucker walks like a robot. Look at him. And then he stands there like Beaver, you know, very machine like. And and hell, we didn't even touch on why Joe Biden is a fucking handler of him. And a girl can get up on stage and throw a, a, a fucking uh, like a, a poster up. And there's no Secret Service rushing her. But Joe Biden's the one that fucking pushes her out of the way. And, and, and what have you. No Secret Service. Come, come on. And you're the president. Get the right. fuck out of here. No. Where's the Oval Office recordings? Exactly. You know, not the fake ones, not the ones legit in the ones. studio, the legit ones. Not the Tyler but, Perry um, fucking. <laughs> yeah, studio. So, but, uh, so yeah, submit your fucking questions because this show, it, I'm telling you guys, it's my growing favorite fucking conspiracy show. So, submit your questions. The more submit, uh, the more questions they have, the greater the show is going to be. So it doesn't matter how off the wall your shit is. Submit your fucking questions. Ghost, what's going on with my third eye? My third eye? Well, just to piggyback on that, when you actually send us a question, you actually get to call somebody a cunt and they don't take offense. Yeah, that how is pretty is cool. That? I get to call two you know? people cunts every week and yeah. and they actually are excited that I'm doing it. So Exactly. Yes, finally, someone is acknowledging the left and right lip and what's in between is golden knowledge great but uh no my third eye uh we're doing good things over there uh on on just the regular um actual feed um everything that you get from me with it whether it's cunt talk at the tavern the the weekly episode is all under one rss feed it's my third eye podcast you can find it anywhere um i do have i'm going to announce it here uh, first, um, starting next week, uh, I had someone reach out and, uh, I have my first sponsor of the show and it is a pet CBD company and it is, uh, cure pet, cure pet wellness.com. And if you put in promo code ghost, you get 20% off any purchase for CBD for your pets. And they sent me a care package. Um, I have, we, we adopted my stepson's puppy. He wanted, uh, a pit bull mix and that's what he got. However, she has a neurological disorder that was passed down from the mother in, in the womb. Um, so she kind of, her tick is she'll spin to the left a lot and she, she gets excited. She can't really see, see well. And when she gets really excited, like try spinning in a circle and then try and focus. You know how your eyes just go back and forth really quick. You're just like, whoa, her eyes do that a lot. And if her eyes aren't doing it, her little tail does. And she had like her back legs don't work like they work. But like when she squats to pee, like she like almost does a handstand. Like so they sent a care package. And last night I gave her some CBD. Wow. What a fucking difference. Now, did she still spin? Yes, but her eyes slowed down like she wasn't, like she could see. And I gave her a treat, and it was like the first time, like normally when you gave her a treat, like my wife would always just throw it on the floor. 
I would always put it in the palm of my hand, kind of like when you go to feed a horse, you know, they, 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 they chomp. So you, if you put it flat in your palm, she didn't do the, the whole chomp, chomp, chomp. Like she, like she knew it was there, but she didn't know it was there. No, she took it out of my hand and, and what have you. So pure pet wellness, hit them up. You know, if you got pets that are struggling with something and you can, you can actually use it for yourself. Uh, they also have this lip balm thing that you can he, he he the guy says hey put if you if you get a cold sore put it on there paper cut it'll heal it in a couple days and i was just like holy shit so yeah good things coming at my third eye i broke the news here first and uh appreciate yeah. that we got a white rabbit exclusive right here you did and I, I i've been holding it back for a while because i was just like holy fuck i can't believe somebody reached out to me you know what i mean but hey you know, get in the game. You, you put out good content and I, I, I got to tell people, get a good mic, get invest in a, a mixer. Or if you can't afford a roadcaster, there's others out there that can get you by until you can. And make sure you're running at least Windows 10 or above, because for the first year I was running Windows 8, I couldn't I you and me would not even be talking right now all right because windows 8 did not support streaming for my listeners do not listen to anything that goes to saying do not uh, do not invest in anything windows anything if you back bill gates you are not welcome on my show uh oh, shit never allowed back so no, I, I, apple products gates but apple products by uh you know never never once has uh steve jobs ever said i'm going to depopulate the world and I'm going to do it with vaccines. So if you have an iPhone, if you have a MacBook, uh, you are more than welcome to come on my show. Ghost, uh, sorry that you had to indulge that information, but uh, last time you're ever here, have a good night, bro. No, I'm just joking. No, Apple's Apple's not much better with their slave labor. So just gonna no, just gonna leave it at that. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I I had to update my equipment. You know it. it the old operating system, what have you, but Hey, we're here. We're doing great things. I, I plan on having you many others come on and always love talking with people. Like you're like, well, I usually do an hour to an hour and a half. Well, I tend to pull out a two hour conversation or more out of people because I like to talk. Yeah. And... We're two, two hours and seven minutes minus my piss break. So my, yeah, minus your piss break. So we're probably right around two hours and you know, Hey, it, it is what it is. I, I love talking with you. I, I couldn't wait to get home. You know, I had, had, had some traffic issues and what have you, but Hey, it all worked out. We got here and uh, had a great conversation like always. And uh, thank you again for having me on. And if you want full episodes, patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast. Right on. That's for the uh, people listening. If you're watching, you see it scrolling across the bottom right fucking now. So go check that shit out. And ladies and gentlemen, I must say, Ghost came. He fucking crushed. And he will be back again. So everybody keep digging down those fucking rabbit holes. On the weekend. Walk like us. 
blind, you can see the signs. They wear the disguise. 